What's good? What's happening, everybody? You already know who this is, and it's definitely your favorite soul for y'all. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shark come back at y'all once again at the PEG podcast. And look, you already know we bumming with the artist of the week, but y'all know we are especially known for bringing the heat with the guests. And I got a special guest for y'all. I got my man Todd Long, y'all. I'm here for y'all. Hey, man. Let the people know that they have not heard your voice, Taj. Hey, how you doing, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? Wake up, goddammit. That's yeah. the move. <laughs> That's the move. Y'all not woke by now, y'all. We gonna get y'all up, we gonna get y'all running. And my man Taj got some good things for y'all. So if y'all don't know about Taj, we gonna, we gonna give him an open space to tell him a little bit about y'all Y'all should know this man. But if not, y'all better wake up, goddammit, because that's the name of the segment for the day. And before we get started, man, Todd, I'm gonna give you the, the opportunity, the honor, man. We're gonna bring in the most high. We're gonna elevate each other. If you can say a word of prayer, it don't matter, man. Be yourself. If you say, hey, we're gonna pray to me. Well, you gonna pray to you, and we're gonna pray to everybody. Hey, you feel me? So, yo, take the time out to give it back up to the most high, and then we're gonna tap in to wake up, goddammit, today. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, first, I want to tell you, thank you for allowing, you know what I mean, for allowing me to get a chance to speak. You know, usually I'm on the other end of the camera, yeah. you know what I mean? But I definitely love to get the opportunity to speak and give some knowledge and some game. Have some just some different vibes, you know, to people, man, and uh, give, them what they, give them what they need. So you want me to open up the word of prayer? That's, you caught me on the yeah. spot, but uh, <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me try this out. Let me try this out. Um, uh, first of all, Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this fellowship. Thank you for this connection. Um, just pray that we give the people exactly what they need, what you want them to have, and um, be a blessing and not a burden. Amen. Amen. Yo, y'all ain't woke up by now. Wake up, God damn it. <laughs> Wake up. Hey, my man, Todd is in the building, man. Yes, and hey, I see that you've been connecting and changing lives, not only yours, but so many celebrities just tapping inside their mind, man. So we're going to give you an opportunity. Tell the people about you. They don't know about you yet, man. I'm going to give you an opportunity to let them know who Taj is. Hey, you got the flow, man. <laughs> I love the energy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's real. And I checked out the podcast this morning uh, with the artist who you had. She had a song called Trusting Us. Trusting Us. Man, it's a girl, Dale. Hey. Yo. Yeah, she was. I loved it. I loved it. I, <laughs> Thank I, I, you. She got a definitely <laughs> good vibe. So, Taj Longino, who is Taj Longino? Well, if you want to know who Taj Longino is, I have a documentary answering that exact question. That's exactly yeah. what, that's what it's called. It's called Who Is Taj Longino? The documentary, the story of my life. And you can find that on Instagram. You can get the link in Insta on my Instagram bio and go straight there. Or you can just go to tajlongino.com. T-A-J-L-O-N-G-I-N-O.com. It's right there on the homepage. You can check it out and it'll tell you the whole story. But... I'm gonna give you a little insight on who the man is. I was originally, I'm originally born in Atlanta, Georgia, GA, College Park, Southside. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, spent some time there. Uh, my mother's originally from Indianapolis. She was ready to come home. She was homesick. And so we uh, we hit the road, you know what I mean? I didn't know what was going on. Dad walked <laughs> in and said, hey, you know, we're going to Indianapolis. I said, all right, cool. I didn't know no better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you let's know? go. <laughs> I didn't know no better. And uh, so we, you know, I uh, was raised in Indianapolis. So. Taj Longino, he's a uh, son, he's a father, he's an uncle, he's a brother, and he's just a man with a voice and a talent gift from God that he's just trying to utilize to bless others with. You know what I mean? One of my, I never told nobody this on air, I don't believe, but one of my prayers that I used to always say was let my let me talk to hundreds, but let my voice reign 
no, let me talk to thousands, let my voice run over millions. Mm. So that was always my thing. And, and that's when I started this, that's really what I was really just trying to get. I was trying to find myself, find my voice in this thing, like you're doing yourself. And yeah. uh, just take that and like I said, be a blessing, not a burden. When you got when you got a voice and you know, you have an opportunity to talk to people, you're supposed to get them something. You're supposed to get them something positive. And uh, too many of us uh, that's in this lane that we care mm-hmm. about, right? I can hear your passion, yeah. right? So too many of them don't have that passion. They only oh, they only here for the bullshit. So when you when you got a gift, you got to utilize that in the right way. You know what I mean? So you Thanks, don't. You know, so you so you so you uh, kind of uh, change lives and not damage lives. Mm, that's big too. That's real big. Yeah. So that's that's in a nutshell who I am. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, like I said, I'm from Atlanta, born and raised in Indiana. Uh, I like the simple, I'm a simple guy. I'm not, you know what I mean? <laughs> I go on the gram and see something different. It's all entertainment, baby. I just put yeah. a video on today saying that it's all entertainment. But on the back end, I'm really, I'm a homebody. I like to be out of the way. <laughs> I, I said, uh, yeah, I'm on the couch, you know what I mean? I'm chilling, putting together the next play. You know what I mean? So I will tell people this, I'm always encouraging people. I'm always inspiring people. I want to give people information and knowledge and resources because people have done it for me. So one of the messages I want to give people early in this conversation is your greatest asset is your ability to earn income. Mm. Greatest asset is your ability to earn income. Once your ability to earn income is over, whether it's retirement, injury, illness, whatever, you can only live off of what you've accumulated throughout your lifetime. So you want to make sure that you have more than enough. That's why being there is still hustling. You see what I'm saying? Because they yeah. want to make sure they have more than enough. So when that when it's when it's when it's said and done, it's all wet. We got more than enough that we need for themselves and their family and whatever, and they can live without the stresses of life. That's cool. That's cool. And especially if like you come from the GA. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of powerful black people out there in the GA. You making noise, man. Hey, hey the Todd Longino show it just ain't no Todd Longino show for no reason. You feel me? <laughs> you know, I so. want to tell you, I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you something else too. Where I live in Atlanta, you'll see this on the, the documentary when y'all watch it. I lived on the same street as Ludacris. And I didn't know that till years later, right? Mm. My best friend, when I went to go visit my best friend one year in Atlanta, his mom, when I walked in the house, said, hey, do you know do you know some artist named Chris? I said, no, but I know an artist named Ludacris. She said, yeah, him. He's the boy that used to stay right next door. I said, Yo, what? wow. <laughs> It just blew me. I'm like, fuck, man. It's, I mean, look how different our lives is. You know what I mean? How I, and yeah. I used to rap. I used to rap. So this thing, had I stayed there with the opportunities, you know what I mean? How things might have been different, man. It's just crazy how life turned out. That's what's so I know uh, my wife used to like live right around the corner from Rick Rock House. And like, well, I did, I literally go down the street. I'm like, she's like, oh, this Rick Rock House. I'm like, y'all just, you just said like it's so normal. Like, <laughs> It's just like, yeah, this is where we rock with. I'm like, bro, really? Like, that's kind of something you go and text. You just be like, oh, yeah, that's Steve Harvey House. You just yeah. keep going. Like, nah, nah. So that's pretty dope. They like right there, smack there. Yeah. Like, see, if I see some shit like that every day, I'm trying to figure out how to make a play with you. Right. I'm trying to figure out how to make a play. <laughs> Damn that. He right there, bet. I'm going to be standing right here every day till we figure out what I can do to get in it. You know what I mean? That's all. You got to keep your mind working. <laughs> That's me. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I've been right there with you. I'm like, okay, uh, when his security guard come out, I'll be right here. Hell yeah. Just pass my card on, man. You ain't got to say nothing to it. Hey, we're going to be right here because he understands. You got yeah. to, that's opportunity. 
You know it is opportunity. I'm driving past his house every damn day and not come up with an idea. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Uber driver, bro. I'll be your pizza something. delivery, something. Like, something. We yeah, need, I need, I need in. I need in. Hey, that's what's up. Did, did it blow your mind? Like, make you shift the, your mindset when you found out, like, that's where he used to live, like, right down the road from you? Now, what it really did for me was, like, I, it took me back to when we was kids. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute. Disturbing the peace? Okay, all right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But because we was outside reckless, you know what I mean? We yeah. was nine, ten years old. I only met him one time. I only remember meeting meeting him actually one time. All of us was outside just disturbing the peace for real. And now I don't know if it came later once I was gone. I know things changed when you're a teenager. But you know, it was kind of like, damn, my dude never came outside. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, give me a CD. <laughs> yeah, like let him know. That's the stuff. So yeah. love, man. So who led you into the radio, radio or broadcasting, or basically using your voice? Who led you? Well, who inspired you to do that? It's funny. It's funny uh, because that all happened by accident. So I used to work at Walmart, and when I was working at Walmart, you know, you're dealing with customers all the time, so you're interacting and you're engaging. So this customer walks up on me and I'm, you know, helping her out with something. She just says, you got the voice of radio. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Thanks. You know, uh, you ready? You done? She said, so, and then I kept hearing that. If somebody else brought it to my attention. Somebody else brought it to my attention. I said, wait a minute. You know, like I said on documentary, I'm a hustler. I'll try yeah. anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, it's, if it's positive and it ain't going to put me in jail, I'm willing to, you know what I mean? I'm gonna try it. So <laughs> what I did was I connected with um, my good friend at Hype Magazine, okay? Okay. And, yeah, Hype Magazine, and we started, she started, so she helped me start something called Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio is on, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with Blog Talk Radio. So mm -hmm. Blog Talk Radio, we kicked off uh, my first show called Issues of Today Talk Radio. Issues of Today Talk Radio was just about issues of today. The issues that right. affect us every day. So. Uh, we, we started that and then it just it just went from there. And I said, damn, I ain't too bad. <laughs> You're like, you know I'm not I mean? too I'm bad. I'm a talk, right? So <laughs> I, I think I got a view of something that people might, you know what I mean, might buy into. So I was like, you know what? And, and this fits my personality because I have a passion for these issues. I got a passion yeah. for uh, our relationships. I got passion for parenthood and, and, and just social justice and things of that nature. So. I said, you know what? I think I could do this, and it just went from there. So it's just basically some strange, basically strangers came up to you, just like, hey, bro, you got a voice, you got a voice like, for radio, and you just tried it out. Real talking. When I started, other people who I was meeting would come up to me. Dudes would tell me this shit too. They're like, hey, man, I ain't trying to be funny enough, but you got a voice for radio. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They just kept, and I'm like, you know what? I might gotta, I might have to try this. I might have to try it out because, like I said, I used to rap. I was rapping before anything. And when that didn't go, you know, I was trying, I was in a transitional period of rap, trying to figure out how I was gonna make it out of, uh, out of Indiana. You know right. what I mean? So I was, while in that transitional period, that's, that came, that, that fell into my lap. You know what mm. I mean? So I was like, okay, let me, let me entertain this for a minute and see where it go. And here we are 10 years in. Hey, hey, that was, yeah. I feel like you do it for 10 years. That's a whole commitment right there. I feel like a lot of people, they start things and um, it don't go past two, three years. And if it does go past two or three years, that five-year mark, they tend to fall off. You right? know because why? Why? You know why? Because this shit don't make money like that. This yeah. ain't a tangible product. People don't understand when uh, this ain't a, you know, this ain't a headphone you can sell 
know what I'm saying? This ain't a bottle of water that you can produce or sell. This ain't yeah. a tangible, this ain't a tangible product. It is shit is stressful. It gets frustrating when you're building <laughs> it and you're trying to get the views and you're trying to get the engagement. And now everybody's involved into this line. See, when I first started, I did this shit when it wasn't cool. Right. I did this shit when it wasn't nobody a podcast. What the fuck is that? What is the fuck <laughs> is a blog talk radio? I'm being real shit. I've been honest with like, what the hell is that? Nobody knew what this shit was. We was ahead of our time. Yeah. So now, ten, move fast forward 10 years later, now podcasts and everything everybody doing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel a certain way about the shit. <laughs> you know weird? what I'm saying? Because we fought for this shit early. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So people people jump out of this because this, for one, it's not their passion. For two, they don't understand the investment that goes into this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gillian Wallow, who just signed a major deal. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. God just signed a major deal. Now yeah. they opened up the money, right? You're on Anchor. I know all about Anchor. I got Anchor myself, right? So yeah. you, you're on iHeartRadio. You keep building and your day is going to come. Now the money is being opened up okay. in this platform like it yeah. wasn't years ago. That's you know true. So people now, they got to understand now, when you put that investment out here to do this shit, you got to understand it takes time. You ain't it selling a time. movie script. You know nah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're not. Nah, you gotta, like you said, you gotta have a passion for it. Like, I love, I love, like, meeting people like you. Like, I took the time out and even watched your, um, you know, you say your documentary, and I'm like, hold on, time out. Hold on. I didn't even know what I was running into. You feel me? Like, I'm like, oh, I see Martin on there. Like, whoa, hold on. I see you like a whole lot of celebrities. I did not, I did not expect that. I had to rewatch it. I'm like, I told my wife, I was like, look, 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 like, bro, look, look who I just read it to. Like, that's crazy. So I was wondering, I was wondering, like, how does how does she find me? How does she come across me? Because I was intrigued. I'm like, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? That don't happen every day. So how did you know I'm like, how does she find me? I'm glad. I, but how does I want to say, I want to say, um, I want to say it was off, off um, I, I do like a lot of artists of the week, you know, like tapping in artists of the week, and then they led to different podcasts, and I landed on your podcast. Oh, okay, and so okay. I, would, I would watch, I would watch different people's podcasts, and I like the energy. I'm like, oh, okay, that's dope. But then I don't think it really set in to who you were until you sent me the documentary, and I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't quite realize who I was running into. This is dope. This is really dope. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it was a blessing to me run across it. And let me ask you why, why, and that's why I did the documentary. That right there is because I've done a lot of interviews, right? You, that ain't mm-hmm. even enough. That ain't half the joints I've done. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. I, I, I convinced that. Because what I did, we know that people's attention span is very short these days, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want an instant like coffee. So I didn't want to make it too long. I could have stretched that out another 10 minutes if I wanted right. to. Easy. Right. Easy. But I didn't want to do that. Excuse me. So the reason why I did it was because of that. Because I've done so many interviews. People know me for the work. But I never disclosed who the man is, who I am. I just put the work out there. And then I never just really get too personal. So I right. wanted, I wanted to create something to let everybody know who is Taj Rangelo. Yeah, I did the documentary like that. Now, and I hope that and I want to ask you a question. I know you're interviewing me, but I want to ask you a question. What was your biggest takeaway outside of the celebrity interviews? Oh well, um, on top of the celebrity interviews, it's the fact that um, you you told your story how you started off rapping 
And then you actually went into, like you said, broadcasting. And then you took up on the school of broadcasting and actually goes into like finding your purpose. So I'm always trying to do things to inspire people, encourage people. And um, I've been doing this about a year now. And to find actually people that's not doing it just because they want to put on a podcast or just because they're looking for money, it's hard to find others, especially people that's been in the game before me that's um still putting that put like you said 10 years into the game because i was talking to my wife and she asked me like how long do you want to do this like where do you see pg and i said worldwide and i was like not just for the money but honestly to impact people with other people experiences like i i do this without looking for no money and um to hear you you know express that passion and the whole in about the same way but from a different perspective of a guy and i'm like that's crazy because this is why so you made me realize like this is my why you know when you was pointing out your why people ask me all the time why why are you connecting people why are you using your platform to share so many people and i always say because it's not about me you know it's about the resources and the resources that we're not able to obtain just on a really regular basis this is the time of technology so to be able to connect with Taj, you know, from on Zoom, that's crazy, right? Because back then you couldn't have. Wow. So it's a it's an open environment. So when I watched it, you 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 helped me put in like ten years. Like I want to put ten years behind it, just like he did. And, and you know, what people don't understand is like this shit ain't easy. No, it's this not. Shit ain't easy. <laughs> they look at all the celebrity interviews. They're like, oh my god, you don't know how many times we've been rejected. You know how many times we, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, the nose, the not even responding emails. We went through a time period where I, I went through so many time periods where I was going to throw the towel in because it started to slow down. We would go on, yeah. a, we would go on a run, then it would, you know, we would go on another run, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm watching, and you know this from probably watching YouTube. And like, yeah. Stop! <laughs> you know, what I mean? they don't do this for real. Like how they ended up on that show, that's horrible quality. Like. Don't know right. how to you, you know what I mean? They're not serious about this shit. And I'm like, come on, man, I, I couldn't understand. And so every time, I'm gonna tell you this, every time I got close to a point where I was getting ready to quit, somebody, I would run into somebody in public or it'd be somebody hit me on my phone. Some way somebody gets to me and say, and I love what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck, I can't quit now. <laughs> I, I swear. You know what I mean? Every time. So don't give up. If you really, and I hear it in you. When I listen, when I listen to it, I listen to a few of them. I skimmed through a few of them, and I really listened to the one you just did with the with the, with the singer. But yeah. um, I hear it, man. You got a vibe you. about you. You got a you got a you got an energy. So don't that. I can tell you ain't doing this shit for kicks. You know what nah. I mean? So <laughs> just keep perfecting what you're doing. Keep going. Keep doing it, and eventually you'll hit your you'll hit that pocket where everything's just great take off. And you, you know what I mean? You just hit that zone where you're going because we all hit it. So now, like, yeah. I went from, I will, I'm gonna skim around the questions. I know the questions, but I'm gonna skim around a little bit. So when I first started, it was Issues of Today. Okay. Then I went from that to rebranding the name with Talk With Taj. Okay. Then from that, we went to TWT TV, which was Talk With Taj TV. From that, we went to the Taj Longino show. Yeah. Wake Up. But let me tell you something, all those rebranding is all the same purpose and premise. It didn't change. The only thing we wanted to do was, okay, at one point, you gotta and you gotta learn this as you go through and you and you watch the media game and how it changes. At one point, it was all about the branding. It was about mm -hmm. CBS, NBC, you know, people uh uh, uh your uh, I almost got the I almost messed the name up. 
PG. Yeah, I got it. And then Todd retired. But now, it, it, then it went through a phase where it was about Shaw, it was about Taj. They were buying into the actual celebrity person versus the brand. Now mm -hmm. it's changed yet again. Now it's back to the branding of, of buying into the actual brand. So we had to change, but the premise never never changed. Our whole goal and mission was the same. We're trying to, our slogan is education through entertainment. So we want to entertain you because we are in the entertainment business. But in yeah. the midst of that entertainment, we want to educate you and give you some game, give you some knowledge and understanding. So that's that's our whole thing. It never <laughs> changed. You just changed the name. I like that. The whole the whole thing about why you're doing it. So what what would you say would be the purpose of Ty's show? You know, you said to entertain and to educate. But for you to get up and entertain and educate, there would have to be something, like you said, you give some some type of knowledge. So mm -hmm. what is the main purpose you would say that made you create Todd's show to to give, to be able to give the resources? Um, well, from my, my perspective of doing it, I mean, I feel like I got a different point of view. Right? Oh, okay. And I don't think like the, the average person, right? My my views are, uh, you, you know what I mean? If you ask me during this conversation, you're going to be like, okay, my views are <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, I'm a realist. I was raised a certain way. I was raised on principle more and, and all that ethics. So all I do is just take a situation, explain it to people and say, okay, this is why this happened. This is how you should go about things. This is what you shouldn't do, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Because people look at a video. So let's take, for instance, uh, George Floyd's situation, right? Okay. So that's an educational moment in itself. Yes. So rest in peace, George Floyd, hate it happened to him. But let's back up and look at what led up to it. What could he have done different to maybe get a different outcome? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so even even what, what could the people have done that was standing around the situation done to give a different outcome and what could mm -hmm. the police have done that's an all educational moment true you see what I'm true. So that's what we want to do we want to take the stuff that affects our lives each and every day and educate you during the platform through entertainment that's dope because I do feel like even even that situation it has um they like say like a domino effect for other situations that happen and I and, and I do see like <clears throat> um I cannot think the young guy's name but he <clears throat> he was shot he was shot as um he was shot inside a car when he was doing like a I guess a traffic they stopped him for a traffic violation and um it was a young guy and he was gunned down by accident say it was by accident um because she thought it was the cop thought it was a taser oh, yeah, yeah. you know and in that situation, I, I was like, what could he done different? And when I watched it, because I only just heard what so many people were saying, when I watched it, I was like, why did, why did he do that? Like, why he kick? Why he run? Why, why did he kick at the officers? Like, I was like, in that moment, he made a hostile moment. You know what I'm saying? And I was telling him, why? emotional decision. Right. And led right. to another emotional decision, which right. led to his death. Right, and I tell my wife, I was like, I feel sorry for each person in that situation because, like, he could have saved himself in that situation by just being still, not kicking, you know, because I didn't see any forcefulness. I didn't see anybody doing him wrong, you know, from what on the camera. I didn't see. Right. I can't say what they said. But also when, when the cop was like, oh, my God, I think I shot him. I heard so many people yelling at her, grab the taser, grab the taser. 
And I'm like, why do the, the cops even have the gun and the taser on the stage? That doesn't even make sense. Like, you right. have one on one side, the other on the other side. So I'm like, in a hostile environment, you screaming at someone, you tell them to grab a, grab a taser. She's scared, she's nervous, and he's kicking. I'm like, all that related to a, a um, an innocent person to die. And you know what I'm saying? And I, I say, people always trying to like, oh, black and white. And I was like, that could be effective, but what I, I can only go by what I see. And I'm saying if he had never kicked, you know, who kind of remained calm or wasn't trying to run away, it wouldn't escalated the situation. And there's different situations where that wasn't effective, where they did treat someone wrong or throw somebody on the ground. But like you said, trying to make a point in that moment is not a good time to try to make a point. You got to just comply, you know, and then make a point. Go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> get you, out. you know what I'm saying? We'll get you out. You might be down there a little fucked up line or something. We'll get you out. I'd rather get you lawyer. down there than come get you at the morgue. Come on. Now. Might, you know, just to just to pick just to piggyback off this story. I lived a situation like that, but it, it, it ended up like that for me. I was flying down the street heading to a meeting. There was a police sitting over the hill. I seen him, I knew I was here. Right. So when he got behind me, I pulled over to the parking lot. Luckily, when he pulled me on the parking lot, it was in the same parking lot where I had my I was going to have my meeting at. Long story short, he walks up to the he walks up to my car and he says, uh, you know, license and all that old shit. I said, okay. He said, you know why, you know why I stopped you? No, he said, I see your gun permit. He said, Do you have a gun? I said, Yes. He said, Where is it? I said, it's under my seat. He said, leave it right there, we'll be best of friends. No problem. He comes back <laughs> to the car. <clears throat> you know why I stopped you? I said, look, man, I know I'm here. I know I was flying. I said, I'm, I'm in a rush for me. I didn't want my, I'm late for me. I didn't want my meeting to leave. And that's why I was speeding. I, I already know I'm here. He looked at me and said, damn, you were the first person today to tell the truth. Handed me my license and my gun license back. He said, have a nice day. Slow down. Right. Wow. You see how I handled that though? He asked me about my gun. I didn't lie to him. I didn't, I wasn't nervous because I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm legit. Right? So we, I ain't got dope in the car. I ain't got a dirty pistol or bad license. I'm legit. So I had no reason to be nervous. Two, right. once he showed me he wasn't nervous and I wasn't nervous, now we have a calm encounter. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even if you have a cop that's an asshole, the point is you want to make it back home. This ain't that's about true. proving how tough you is. This ain't about proving your civil rights. No. That shit. The whole goal is if you got kids or anybody give a fuck about you from your mama on down to your kids or your lady or your dude or whatever, your whole goal is to make it home back to your bed. When you That kid who got killed, I'm pretty sure when he woke up that morning, he wouldn't think about 12 o'clock, I'm gonna have a bullet in my ass. You nah. know what I mean? He, I was gonna be, I'm gonna go back home later on tonight and whatever. That's your yeah. whole goal. You see what I'm saying? So I it think is. if people just leave their house with that mentality, oh, it says low system. What's going on? Okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Gave me a, he gave me a notice. Let me turn this phone. I don't know if it's messing, messing with me. But if more people right. left the house, another educational moment. If more people left the house, but that thought process is, I'm making it back home. Right. Then I right. think we will change how we encounter and engage with each other when them situations come about. Everything yeah. got to lead the bloodshed. Now, cop could still right. be wrong. True. But give yourself the best chance, man. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. I've, I've had situations like that too, where I, I got my car got racially notified. It's just a basic car. It's a challenger. And I was in New Mexico. Sometimes you have to realize your environment. Uh, there's not that many black people in New Mexico. 
And so when I got pulled over, I was not speeding. I was in, I was in a red light. I did not know what I was getting put over. What I realized I messed up where I put over with no lights, nobody. And I'm like, okay, I was like, you, I ain't dying down here. So first thing I did was put my hands on the wheel and he walked up to me like license registration. I was like, uh, uh, can you shine the light over there so you can see? And when I when I looked back, there was like five or six more cops like behind me and looking through my windows. And it was three other cop cars behind me. I'm like, whoa, hold on. What's going on? You know, I realized this ain't no regular stopover. And so I just, I'm holding the wheel real tight. He going, license registration. He's telling me like, why is your license doesn't match your tag? I'm in uniform. I, I was in the military, so I had uniform on and everything. They're giving me like a hundred different questions. I never took my hand off the wheel. And even though when he said, you can relax, I was like, no, you don't understand. I can't, I'm trying to go home. I can't relax, you know what I'm saying? I had my mom on the call and I was like, just tell me what to do. Just don't shoot me, man. Like, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a simple person, you know? And when they realized, oh my God, okay. I worked down, you know, in El Paso, which is like 30 minutes, 45 minutes from New Mexico. It was no problem. It was like, your car was identified, but it, it was a car that looked like your car. I didn't know that, you know, and in my car that saved me was my tag said Mississippi. They was looking for somebody tagged that said New Mexico. So, you know, it was the wrong person, wrong, wrong description. But however, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and tell you that you wrong. I'm not gonna sit there and have you to drag me out the car. If you tell me to get out, sir, I'm gonna get out. You can grab the door though. I'm not gonna touch the door. You know what I'm saying? I do those extra measures just for you to not to not shoot me. You know, because like you said, it's not that serious. And if I know I ain't doing nothing wrong, why am I why am I fighting you? I just want you to know that you got the wrong person, you know? So here, here's my license. Here, I lay on the ground for you. Whatever you need me to do, book me if you got to. We'll go get this straight out. Going home. No, I'm going home. I'm going home. Like, no. no, that's my biggest fear. I tell my brother that too. Like, as a black man, bro, do not, do not get the fighting, do not get the kicking. Bro, just just go wherever they tell you. And then you can straighten it out at the end, bro. Yeah. You can, you know. So I appreciate just even you giving that little bit of information because I feel like a lot of us feel that we have to prove our case right there. It's like yeah. no, you're gonna lose, <laughs> no. lose, lose, man. They they got when you in a traffic stop, any part with the case, you are in a lose, lose. <laughs> Go on down there, let them book you. Call mama, you call your lady, whoever you got to call. Yeah. We'll handle that later. But just get home, man. Nobody wants that phone call. No, I know. I'm, I'm sorry for the ones that lost their lives doing that situation. But like I said, it, it gonna have to stop somehow. And the only reason it us to stop is we stop reacting. You know, okay, you know they don't see us the same. You know, no, we don't have the same equal equal rights. So okay, guess what? Chill out. Right. Find a different way. Find a different way than trying to prove a point right then and there. So I'll, I'm with you on there, and I want um everybody else that's listening to think about that. Like you said, when you leave the house. Have a plan to get back home, regardless if you get pulled over. Just have a plan to get back home. Look at this, Sean. You got two types of people leaving the house every day. You got the black man and you got the white cop. Mm -hmm. Black man, now he could be a nigga. (laughs) He could be on bullshit, right? (laughs) He's a black man going to handle his business, you know, on on straight hair. He could be on bullshit. Let's take the bullshit guy, right? Let's say he get up, he grabs a pistol. He got his weed, he got whatever he needs to make it through his street life for the day. Right. His goal is to do what? Make it back home by mm-hmm. any means possible and not take your head off to do it. You got the white cop, right? He know he got to go patrol the black neighborhood. He tired of seeing niggas every day. He probably tired of dealing with us. He, he just hate his job. But he gonna go <laughs> piss his, 
For real. Both of them are gonna go on their go on their <laughs> They're gonna go kiss their kids, kiss their old yep. lady, and they out yep. the door. What's both they go to make get it home. home to when they both encounter each other, what they both thinking? You not taking get, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? That's what you run into every single day. And it's, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it, and I'm just using those two examples, those are two extreme examples. But I'm just using that as like both these type of individuals are running to each other every single day, all across the world, and they got the same thought process in mind. You ain't taking me to jail, and I'm not, and the cop is thinking, I'm not, nobody's calling my wife telling them I got killed in the line of duty. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? So how can we, what can we do to keep everybody from all, like we look, we're looked at as the enemy, they looked at as the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what can we do? And this is one of these, uh, man, like I, you asked me, uh, I, I'm going to let you get to the questions because part of what I'm, this one of these questions is going to lead back to this conversation. So I don't want to give it away too. So, so. Okay. <laughs> you know, man, you give like a lot of good facts out. And like just the mission that you're on behind the Todd's Lunchroom show and the passion that you have is not only bringing conversations like this up, but it's bringing awareness to it. So, you know, we'll dive a little deeper and get back to it because I, I want to know more, but what I want to know, I want to know which celebrity that you have encountered that has impacted your life just by having the conversation that they had. I'm glad you asked that because now we now I can get back to this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. So um, from a fan, childhood fan moment, I got two of them. Bone Thugs and Harmony. I, hey. I was a fan <laughs> moment. I, I, no, I was 14 when they came out. And then Martin Lawrence, because of course I grew up on Martin Lawrence. So when I was in, I was in, I was in a fan moment. I couldn't get my <laughs> damn questions out I'm on the red carpet. Because <laughs> I couldn't get my questions out because I'm like, damn, I'm really, because when you're on the red carpets, it's real tight. You got a bunch of media outlets out there and, you know, you're trying to be the one, the next one. And it's a real aggressive. Yeah. So I didn't know I was gonna get them. So when I got them, I was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? So, you know, from a educational intellectual uh uh Michael Eric Dyson. Michael Eric Dyson, Michael because Dyson. Michael Eric Dyson, and I'm gonna say Tony Muhammad uh, uh out of California. I'ma say Michael Eric Dyson because when I interviewed him, it was by accident. I was in LA at an event. And he just happened to be coming through the event with his new book at the time. And his book was based on police and justice. Hey. So I asked him, we spoke about the entire thing. And just the way that brother talks, his vocabulary, his <laughs> level of intellect, the way he just runs that runs that shit off. Um, you go, if you ever y'all ever get a chance, go check out the interview I did with Michael Eric Dyson and you will see uh, what Take I'm talking about. So here's this level of conversation just did something to me. You know what I mean? Just the way he was able to explain and how he was able to talk about what we can do in these situations to, you know, give us the best chance to make it home, like I said. So I just think if people, when you are out, man, I don't care if you're drunk, I don't care if you're high, if you're on bullshit, if, you, if you're not on bullshit, when you see them red and blue lights or they walk up <laughs> to you or anything, your whole goal is become yeah. Take the immediate thought of you being a threat to them off their mind. You know what sure. I mean? You, you can do all that tough shit later. But right now, the whole goal is, you know what I mean, to make it home. So when that kind of, to answer your question, Michael Eric Dyson and Tony Muhammad, because when I sat down with Tony Muhammad in LA, and I think it was that same weekend, to be honest, I'm mistaken. Um just sitting with 
the Muslims and being in that mosque and just seeing how they operate and how disciplined they are and how knowledgeable they are and how they move. Hey, they don't play no games. <laughs> you know they don't play no games. They don't play none. Brothers are sharp and I just appreciate Tony Muhammad for sitting down with me and having that extensive conversation about so many different topics and everything. So to answer your question, Michael Eric Dyson, uh, Tony Muhammad, but like I said, from a fan standpoint, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony and uh, Martin Lawrence. I think that would blow my mind too to have don't bone thug harmony right here and then Martin. When I saw you on Martin, it, it did something. I was like, oh, he got Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I never jumped out the TV before y'all like that is crazy, you know. Yeah. So and he's cool as hell, like so yeah, cool as hell, cool. <laughs> I have an uncle that uh, my mom always compared and looked like uh, Martin. He's about the same height and everything. I was almost fed of Martin. So to, to, to be like, like you said, to sit there and have a conversation, it probably would wig me out too. I, I probably. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. You get caught up in them fan moments sometimes. Shit, I'm older and I still get caught up in them, depending on who it is. You know what I mean? Depending on who it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So doing broadcasting, you actually going out, meeting so many celebrities and just connecting with people. Uh, what would you say would be the biggest challenge that you have faced? to do the radio or broadcasting? <sighs> Getting people to, well, let me say, when I say people, I mean the celebrities, PR and management. Getting them to trust you to allow you to do the, to get the interview. Okay. Because, you know, we're in this world of media and you know now we're in this fake news era and all this shit. So a lot of celebrities don't like doing interviews. So you have to, massage the relationship a little bit. You gotta, right. you know I mean? You, you gotta go the extra mile. Even with me being in 10 years, I'm not the breakfast club. You know what I mean? I'm not even, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But so we still gotta work and we still build them relationships and we still, you know what I mean? Go the extra mile to get the, so that, I would say that's the biggest challenge. You know, when um, I give an example, like going to these events, Somebody, somebody's coming into your town, right? And you want to go connect with them and get and get an interview or whatever. You contact the people that will rule. And they say, okay, cool. Be down here at such and such time. You get down there. I done been in situations, man, where they done had me run all over the goddamn venue, man. I mean, run all over that fucking place. Hey, man, I need to, I'm supposed to move. Okay, go over here. Uh, all right, yeah, man, he told me to come talk to you. Hey, man, make a, you know, now nah, go around back and I done been, it's, it, that shit gets irritating. But yeah. <laughs> that's the stuff people don't see. You know what I mean? So those are, those are the, but the biggest challenge is just getting the PRs, the management, people to really trust in your media out in the platform to let them know. And this is another reason why we don't do gossip. We don't do the drama and the messy shit because when they go to our platform, we want them to see, okay, nah, he, okay. He yeah. Cool. They can contact somebody, so they can contact Goody Mob. Then contact Jay Prince. And I said, like, do you remember the interview with a guy? Do you remember this interview? Well, okay, what, what you know? And they get that good report back. Mm -hmm. Keep your hands clean at all times, Anita. Yeah. Yeah. I that, like that. That black, that black phone, that black <laughs> phone, that red, that this shit, it don't look real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, man, it's all like peace and positive. I, I tell anybody, like, you come on to the podcast to educate come to educate, come to give good value and, and tell the people that, you know, that you went through the same thing so they can see that they're not alone. Um, I like to keep a good environment. No, I'm not here for the gossip, but I want to educate people for the resources, you know? And I, I'm like, I feel like if other platforms did that, the world would be a lot, a lot different, you know, yeah. than, than just gossip. You know, I don't really care about that part, you know? That's not, that's not main, that's just distraction. You can get that shit anywhere. Like, 
When no, I tell people anybody wants to be in this media game, I tell you this: What are you going to do different with your platform? It's no media personality or media outlet is to me is no different than a music musician. Yes. What are you going to do if you got your if you got your uh, let's look at it like this, right? Let's say you, you're a new rap artist and you got uh, Lil Baby. I'm going to use the current names. I'm going to use the ancient names. I'm, gonna use Lil, <laughs> I'm a little older, right? So, okay. dude, right? So, you got Money Bag Yo, Lil Baby, The Baby, uh, FNN Baby, and all the other babies. And you got, you know what I mean? You got all these artists. When you put your album up next to theirs, why should somebody listen? Why should they go stream your album versus theirs? Right. What's going to attract the the, the this new listener to your music versus who they already know going to give them what they want? And it's True. the same thing with media platform. What are you going to give the people that they can't go get from Bossa, Jasmine Brand, the Shade Room, all yeah. the of other outlets that they can get they can go get this from? What are you going to bring? What are you going to deliver? You got to tell you what you got already. You got that vibe. You got that energy. Thank you. You can't get that everywhere, right? So. Um, there's a podcast I listen to. Dude is dry shit, <laughs> but what he gives is that game. The brother got endless knowledge. You see what I'm saying? So you yeah. gotta figure out what you're gonna bring. You know what I mean? That's gonna draw people to you, and so you can sustain the last in this industry. You gotta put your stamp on it, man. Oh, yeah. You gotta put the stamp on. It. That's what it is. A little flavor. I want the difference between the Taj. You know, Taj got his little flavor. Yeah. Shawn got her little flavor. That's it. Yep. I tell people you gotta you gotta be yourself. I feel like um even me coming in and I'm like like you said watching other people do it. Um I had at first like should I do it that way? Nah, I don't really like it that way. Should I do it this Not way? <laughs> I don't like it that way. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna flow at first. And that's what it was. It was like more like education. I'm like, okay, how can I bring more attraction to it? You know, how can I share this platform with other people? And I thought about music. You know, you know what? That's something that connects people and being able to tap into artists. We know, like you said, we know about the baby. We know about little baby. We know about Beyonce. We know about all the babies. We know about all Beyonce. <laughs> we know about all them. But what about the ones right now that you said the, the times are switching? So you got some more Martin Lawrence's coming out. Yep. You know, you got you got more um, uh, Debo's coming out for acting, you feel mm-hmm. me? So there's so many people that's coming out to be able to, to take bigger roles. So it's like, why not actually hear them too? You know, everybody want to hear the baby, but who, who is the baby going to teach? I want to hear who baby be teaching so they can come in and do what he's doing and, and you know, give back to the community. So um, that's what I thought about. Like, I want to be able to bring back resources, like you said, and give that entertainment to people. So that's why I said, wake up, God damn it. If you <laughs> haven't day. woke up by now, man, y'all, y'all still sleep. I don't know what to tell you. Pause it right now. Replay it, because my man is loud. You feel me? And wake yourself up. We ain't got all day for you, man. Get up. So he going through challenges, you feel me? He done told y'all about the artists and um, about the celebrities that empowered him. And look, this I can tell you now, this journey is not easy. My wife can tell you, I wake up every day like, like, yes. all right, man. Like, hey. And I, I feel like I'm always behind. She's like, you're not though. I'm like, oh, you just don't understand, yeah, bro. It's, like, it's that, it's that every, then every day, you don't feel like you're be a, you know what I mean? Every day you ain't feeling it. So you gotta put on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You ain't feeling it. I already know. You <laughs> dead fucking tired. Yeah. Gotta put on this fake ass smile today. And yeah. This is what you committed to. So you gotta give the people something. You know, once you start feeding people, they want more than you can. You gotta be, you gotta mm-hmm. be consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's another thing. Uh, 
if you're inconsistent with whatever it is you're doing, it's going to be inconsistent. The results are going to be inconsistent with you. So, you know, just trying to be consistent even through them bad days. You know what I mean? So I already know. Yeah, like you said, I gotta dang, I gotta wake up this morning and do this. But like you said, that's that commitment. And what I realized you said something that very, very um beneficial was when you was ready to give up, it was always somebody hit you up on your phone or drop yeah. something on your on your post and be like, Hey bro, I like what you're doing. And it's like that. Every time I had that day, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe I didn't do so mad just people really hearing me, you know what I'm saying? And then I get that message through my phone. I get that, I get that message through my uh, email telling me to keep going. It's like, dang, dang, somebody watch it. I gotta keep going, you feel me? So, hey, y'all it keep does, going. It, it does, it does wonders. But people don't understand mm-hmm. really how good that feels when something, when you know that somebody appreciates what you're doing, man. That, I mean, they don't facts. understand. <laughs> That's facts. So why would you say to people right now, they're listening, and they're trying to find a voice. Why would you say your voice was so important for people today? Um, everybody's voice is important. Yeah. It's not even just mine. Yours is no. important. You got a different voice than what I have. You know what I mean? Your thoughts and views and your voice is going to be totally different from mine and the next person. My thing is, if you feel like this is what you were supposed to do, that God put this on you to do, that you got a passion for this, you see nothing else in your future, this is going to be the main thing you're going to do. Just make sure you get somebody somewhere while. Yeah, I see so much bullshit every day, and it is even frustrating because they are really getting the numbers, and I'm like, this shit is trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is trash. Like, I don't get it. So, me and my team, we fight about do we do we conform to the bullshit, or do we still stay on this road because this road is a lonely ass road, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a small percentage of us out here on this road. And we, and we, we stick with it because that's just not who we are. As even nah. though, if, if this mic and shit was not even here, that's that's not even who we are as just a regular day to day person. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, we have to stay on this road. So I would just say my voice is important because I'm giving you views from my eyesight. I see the world different. So yeah. what I'm going to give you, I'm going to take you. If you're willing to listen, if you're willing to. Dive in, and you know what I mean. I'm gonna take you I'm somewhere. Take you <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take you somewhere. I'm gonna take you to social security number. Your birth certificate, your social security number is a stop. You know what I mean? I'm gonna tell you shit like that if you yeah. don't already know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a few other things. You know what I'm saying? So if you can handle it. You come on down and wake up, man. I'm gonna wake you on up. But if you can't, you probably wanna go to the shade room or something, get some that relaxes. You know, that's what you do because you ain't gonna get that over here. He said, wake up, God damn it. If you wake up, God now, damn it. bro. <laughs> He's waking everybody up. Nah, man, I like that. Bringing your own flavor, your own fire. Like you said, everybody's voices are, is important. That's why I made PG podcast, let people know, like, it's people like you, it's people like me. And then we want to hear what you got to say. So you got to say it, you got to say it with your, with your flavor. And you got to be unapologetically about being yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I saw... And I saw wake up, goddammit. I was like, oh, he's woke. Let's say wake up, goddammit. I said it all day so y'all can wake up on y'all. Yeah. And this thing like that, I, and I know we, I don't know how long you got. I got I got time, so I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping no we time. Good. We but, good. Uh, uh, just think about that. Like, you, if I kept my name, the Taj Longino show, that's cool, right? Mm-hmm. But you remember that wake up slogan. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. What is going to separate you? You feel what I'm saying? What are you going to bring? That might have just been a little twitch. Like 2 chains. <laughs> His name was Titty Boy. Yeah. He changed it to 2 chains. 
he ain't changed his rap style. He ain't changed nah. shit. He changed his name. Boom, out of here. So it, it's something. It's little tweaks like that that can change everything for you. That's true. That's true. I like that. Now he had me up in here like, wake up, God damn it! It's, it's <laughs> hey, two o'clock here tonight. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I, I, I'll get hyped for this podcast. I like the name of it. <laughs> yeah. <And> <laughs> so and I, I like said, it. Even with you, you only been in. You said you only been a year, but. It was just your, if I'd have listened to you and I didn't get that energy and that, I'd have been like, I don't know about this. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you, had, you I, when I heard it, even my team, I said, look, this is who we interviewed, you know what I mean? This is what I'm interviewing with. And they was like, okay, I, I can dig it. And, and my yeah. team is hard, nigga. We ain't no, <laughs> we critics around this motherfucker, man. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Well, I was like, nah, man, I think this is gonna be dope. So I made sure I prepared my whole day just so I could sit down and do this. And, and so that means something. So that means you you on the right, you on the right track. Thank you. That yeah. means a lot. And have your team to be like, oh, they're feeling my energy. That's I think energy, I feel energy is transferable. And I teach my kids that. So to be able to hear that, it, hey, you gave me my fire for the day to keep pushing, man. <laughs> hey, always, bro. So we know out of all all the traveling, out of all the education you was doing with experience, I know you went to school to actually get more education for broadcasting. So what was the school that you went to? I went to American Broadcasting School. Hey. American Broadcasting School is not open anymore. It's closed. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, and I, I actually also explained this on the documentary as well, but I'll tell you people now, that actually came later. I didn't go to broadcasting school at first. This was all, nah. This was all organic, original, winging it. This was not me going to school first and then doing it second. I went to school years later when Jamila Hype Magazine, if you follow Jamila, uh, if you look her up on Instagram, it's uh, Hype Jess J. She was the one who told me, go get your paperwork. My team told me, go get your paperwork. Go get validated for what you do. My mama and my daddy was like, I'm like, no, I don't want to go no school. <laughs> I'm not no school nigga, man. I don't do books. <laughs> I don't do books, man. So like, I don't, I listen to books. I listen to audio books. I don't sit, I'm not a bookie. You know, that's not who I am. So I didn't want to do that shit, but I did it for everybody else. So I did that stamp. I got it. I, I finished. It took me about 10 months. And I tell you, the night I had to take my final exam, I was locked in the room. Damn it, 12 hours. I ain't lying. Front, I mean, I mean, it was, I can't stand school. Like, it's not for me, right? So, uh, but I got through it and I finished. So, that's the whole story about school. That's what's it wasn't up. me going there first, traditional. You know how people go to school first and they yeah. go shoot. Nah, I did the shit first, went later. You dig me? So, people thought I had already went to school. They, <laughs> them. they thought I had been to school. Like, nah, I ain't been to school. This is just how I do it. You know what I mean? But I went to school later on. This is kind of for, for everybody, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. what was something that you could say that you learned from school? I know it's a lot different when you have the experience versus the textbook. So what was something you learned? They taught me that structure. They taught me how to say the words. When, like we had to do, uh, what they call them, uh, rip reads. Real quick, we had to read a commercial real fast or we had to put one together and type a news story. I learned that kind of structure. Oh, wow. And I was like, they was like, no, nah, you got to say it like this. And, you know, the little words you think don't mean nothing. Like the, they say the and all that old shit, like all that little thing. They're like, you, you learn the structure. I learned the structure, okay. I learned how to do it the right way. Uh, but yeah. Did that did that help you after after you finished school? Did it help you, you a lot better? Or? You want, you want yeah, I want the truth. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have. 
But I'm man, I'm me, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk my shit. I'm gonna talk the way I talk. It is what it is. Now, had I, I'm to be honest, if I had to go to uh, like a news station or something like that, or a radio, a radio, a radio station and work, yeah, I would have changed it up. But man, we on the we on the damn internet, man. That's <laughs> yeah. No, it's my I, show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I'm I'm glad I learned it because I did learn some stuff in there. Uh, but no, I, I went back to this, you know. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I like that. Being honest, man. I like that. Honest, say, be honest. No, you gotta keep it real, man. I wanna know, you know, if you change your perspective or not, if it just it just put more experience on the books. I don't know. Man, it gave me the experience. Like I said, it gave me it showed me like, wow, okay, this is how you really do it. I said, cool. And all right, I'm done. Back to That's what's up. So what are some future projects you got coming up? I know. The listeners right now, if they have not woke up, goddamn it, by now, and y'all ain't listening, look, y'all gotta tap into my man Taj, y'all. Tap into this show, man. What are some future projects you got coming up? Um, right now we got the wake up line coming out. As you see, I got the hat on. I don't know if you can see the hoodie. Uh, oh, gotta cop the hoodie, man. I yeah, gotta yeah. Cop I'm the actually hoodie. out of hoodies right now until s- September. Because you no know, yeah, okay. season right now. But um, and the particular hoodies I get, I can't you know get going again to later on this year but we got the spring or something we got the the slides coming the the, the t-shirts the hats um i also have another line called longino collection longino collection because longino is my last name longino collection is something i put together for my family my dad ran a security business for over 20 20 30 years and he's older now he doesn't he's slowing down so we needed something to keep the family business going so i came mm-hmm. up with this because it's something I like, you know what I mean? So I came up with this. So this is going to replace that and hopefully take it further and longer and bigger, you know. So we got the Longino Collection. And we got some pieces going to come out for that. So you can check that out. It's Longino Collection on, on, on Instagram. I'm redoing it. And uh, the Wake Up wake up merch. Just wait. Oh, we got a new Wake Up site coming. I'm taking the okay. site that's currently there and we revamping that motherfucker. So Dang. be on the lookout for that shit. Uh, outside of that, just investing, getting my investments up in crypto, getting my investments up in stock market, and just seeing what other endeavors out there I can jump into. But that's really what I'm doing right now. Yeah, man. Y'all tap into my man. Yeah. He's going to wake y'all up in the morning yeah. times or whatever time you need to be woke up. But it's time to get up and stop being lazy. Yo, <laughs> tap into him. Let everybody know your social media. They can tap into you after the podcast, too. Okay. If you go to uh, go to Instagram, I know everybody's a grammar. So if you go to Instagram and type in wake up got G-O-T, not G-O-D. Wake up got Danny. <laughs> all right. And there's a link right there in the bio that takes you to everything from the website to my other social media, my link tree. Everybody got a link tree, right? Everybody know what link tree is. Right. So put the link tree and it'll take you to everything. Hey yo, y'all better go tap in. If y'all don't need that coffee in the morning, but man, y'all coffee yeah. in the morning. Hey, tell you that. Cocoa bean coffee. <laughs> Yo, get yeah, it. Hey, you know what? I'm great. Take that drop and try to turn it into a, 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 a something I can put on a cell phone or something. Hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Try something. I'm going to figure it out. I'm hey, man, you should, should get like uh, some some uh, phone cases that says, Wake up, God damn it. So when everybody open their phones, they see that wake up in the morning time. So we yeah. got to get up that and get it. Make it an alarm or something. Gonna, we're yeah. going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make it happen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, I, I, keep hey, I like that. I the whole journey that you had up to this point, man. Cause you got, like you said, you got so much to learn. I know I got so much to learn. 
What is the most impactful thing that you have learned so far that keeps you going now? Don't take it in this business, in this business, the entertainment business, don't take it personal. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take it personal. <laughs> it, it ain't personal. It's business. And it's, it's business. entertainment business. <laughs> so if you are in this entertainment business, I don't give a fuck what your role is. Or, <laughs> or, or, or whatever. If you are in this entertainment business, just know this shit. It ain't personal. Uh, no. It's a grimy, it's a grimy ass business. This shit worse than the streets. And you gotta, you gotta know that it's not personal, man. Uh, keep going. If you really got a talent, I'll say this again. I'll say this to you, Bluna. If you really got a talent, if you really got a gift, you know you got it. You ain't one of yeah. the people that's trash and everybody told you, <laughs> you just won't fucking listen and you keep trying to do this shit. No, if you really got a talent and a gift and you really wanna do this thing, no matter if you're a photographer, model, actor, actress, producer, rapper, singer, podcaster, whatever you're yeah. doing, just know it ain't personal. It ain't personal. <laughs> it's business and don't take it personal and keep fighting. Your time will come. It may not come when you want it, but God is always on time. And mm. never give up. And I will say this, because I didn't do this because I had kids, so I had to, you know, brief, you know, I had to restructure my life. But take your risk and your chances early. Because mm. this is a young man's game. So yeah. take this shit early. If you don't got kids, you ain't got a wife or a husband or something, and you can bust your move, bust your move. Move around. Go to Vegas. Go to Cali, New York, LA. Might go to the worst popping and get popping. Because yeah. when you get older, you know, things slow down, things change. Your your margin for error starts to get smaller and smaller. And if you got a family, it's even worse. So while you had an opportunity. Do it. And I will say this. One of the things I wanted people to get out of that documentary is I didn't I, I'm not a killer. I'm not an ex-killer, B-boy, street nigga who got this horrific story and how I came up from them. No. I'm a dude who went to work every day. Okay? Yeah. Went to work every day and I paid for this passion out of my pocket. Okay. So Damn. every party I ever threw, every real estate property I bought. Every show I ever did, podcast, website, flyer, everything you see came paid for through a J-O-B. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You don't got to be a killer. You don't got to sell no dope. You don't got to do none of that shit to get it popping. I pay for this shit out of my pocket with legal money from a job. You can, if you work in a job and you frustrated, just know you can do that shit too. And if you need to know how, inbox me and I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, how to work your money. You know what I'm saying? But you do not gotta you do not gotta go risk your life and your freedom to do this shit because you can do it with a job as I did. And that's the one thing I want to tell people, man. You can be an average everyday Joe and turn into something big with your job. You don't gotta go do all that to to uh to get popular, man. So Nah, man, that's that's facts. Y'all heard it from a man Taj himself. Yeah. Y'all don't have to keep hearing me just say that y'all not alone. Now you got my man saying, wake up, God damn it, you're not alone. You feel me? Y'all not alone. So I inspire everybody to go out there and challenge yourselves, man. If I can do it, you see my man Taj still doing it 10 years in the game. Y'all can go make a commitment in your life too. And it's not about just doing it just to get quick money. It's honestly about your passion, what you want to be out in the world, 
And man, it's a blessing to even have you on to this podcast. Y'all go follow my man everywhere on social media. If y'all have not already, go follow him. Tap into the wake up gear, you feel me? Go yeah. get some. If you don't <laughs> want none, hey amen. It was a blessing, bro. And before you get off, what's the give me a message that you're gonna leave with people, even when they get off this podcast? They're like, man, that 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 show after everything Todd said, he left me with that word. So mm. give me that word. Uh ooh. first I want I want I before I do that, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, I want to say thank you again. You know what I mean? I had a great oh, time. Man. I love doing you. this shit and you were great. You know what I'm saying? So you keep doing it. You keep that energy. You keep that positive, positivity up. I uh, love it. I love the logo as well. You know what I mean? The thank logo you. Yo, yo, yeah. I appreciate it. I'm yeah, going to get you yeah, a, a yeah. gear, man. Get you some gear. I got yeah, you. I got, I got you. Support you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing, the message I want to leave people is um, I mean, uh, don't get caught up in this in this bullshit of <laughs> thinking you have to be the certain person. Don't let social media fool you. I would tell you from experience, these motherfuckers really don't live these lifestyles. There's a small <laughs> percentage of them that got money. There's a small percentage of them make the moves, but the rest of these motherfuckers go to work on Monday. Just don't see it. <laughs> All right. So do not yeah. get confused. You know what I mean? Some people out here really getting this bread because there's new, I mean, you got new innovative ways to get money, but you know, you know, don't don't get fooled by the ground. You know, don't get fooled. Stay grounded and firm in who you is. Keep your core people that truly trust. Look, look, I, I, this is what I get. If the people that are around you ain't chewing your ass out every day, if they ain't pissing you off with y'all on the phone, if they ain't challenging and pushing you and, and aggravating with you, and you ain't getting mad and slamming the phone down but calling the next day, you ain't got them type of people around you, you got the wrong people around you, you're never gonna make it. Yeah. You got a bunch so of ass true. kissing, ass kisses around you who just you got you're not gonna make it with them. You're gonna make it with the people that are on your head every single day. Yeah. Who 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 challenge you, who push you, who give their time, ain't asking you for no money. They just <laughs> yeah. wanna see you make it. Them are the people you stay with and you stick with. Stay grounded and yeah. in, in who you are. Never lose who you are. You know what Thanks. I mean? The grace, you know what I mean? Never lose who you are, man. Knowing who you are will keep you in check. That's and that's true. what I give you. So your circle, <laughs> your circle ain't them people. I'm just saying. Then you're gonna have a hard time. Get you some solid motherfuckers around you, and that solid people will take you to the next level. All Thanks. Right? That's what I give you. Hey, y'all heard it from a man himself. If you need some more motivation after this, look, pause it, replay <laughs> it, put it on there about three times, and afterwards you ain't woke up right there. I'm just gonna tell you to wake up, guys. No, wake up, guys. Go tap into my man's Todd Longino show. And look, y'all need all type of motivation. He got it for you. He got the resources. I got the inspiration. I got the positivity. So if you ain't getting it from these two, I don't know what you're doing. You ain't trying to wake up and get positive, man. He gave you his social media. So go tap into it. Go get yeah. the merch. And again, if nobody told y'all today, tomorrow, and yesterday that they love y'all, look, Todd loves you from the PG podcast. Yeah. Todd loves you from the Todd Longino show. Right. And look, he gonna say, wake up, God damn it, because if nobody love y'all today and tomorrow, that's okay. Y'all can say y'all hate us today and tomorrow. We still love y'all. And it's all good vibes from here 
Bro, I appreciate it. We gonna tap in some more. It was great. Yeah. It was amazing, man. I it was a blessing. <laughs> Look, y'all stay love and keep tapping in to the PED podcast, y'all. Yeah. Wake uh, up, goddammit. <laughs> hey. <laughs>